Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking and staying with Center Stage and all the other shows that we've been, each hour we've been doing this tonight. And of course, I'm your host, Geraldine Steele. It's called Steele Talking, so thank you for sticking and staying with us. I do want to mention very quickly that um, my family, the Steeles, we had a chance to perform um, and I, I am just so moved by Be That Neighbor, which is a nonprofit, and they have just been incredible, done great things. And we were singing that night at um, MacPhail Center for Music, and I cannot tell you how much fun it was. I just loved the concert, and so many of you came out. So many of you supported us. Also, I had a chance to emcee the Global Rights for Women event that happened on the 28th just a couple of days ago, and I was so moved by it all. I've learned so much and met so many incredible people that are doing great work. So I just want to say thank you to all of you who were a part in some way of either of those nonprofits. So thank you. All right, my next guest uh, for Center Stage is Gary Hines. And if you don't know who he is, he is the leader, the founder of the Sounds of Blackness and has been doing so much. Now, the Ordway is offering a rare treat for Broadway lovers next weekend, and um, Minnesota audiences will be the first to experience the latest songs from a developing musical ever after on its journey from this play to the stage. Now, this kind of exclusive peek behind the curtain is a rarity outside of New York City. It will also feature Minnesota favorites, Sounds of Blackness. And, of course, joining me is Gary, Gary Hines, the founder and leader of the Sounds of Blackness. How are you, sir? I am always better when I speak to you, Queen Gerald. How you doing? I'm doing well. It's so great to hear your voice, Gary. And you, know, you as well. Thank you. You have been working endlessly for how many decades? Well, we are blessed to say that uh, 2023 is the 53rd anniversary of Sounds of Blackness. Oh, my gosh. Where's the party? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked because... Uh, the sesquicentennial of McAllister College, my alma mater, the birthplace of McAllister, yes. um, is this coming June of 2024, and we will be celebrating our 50th then. Oh, that is so awesome. You know, here's yes. the thing for me that blows my mind. I don't think people know that the Sounds of Blackness have performed with Quincy Jones, 
Oprah Winfrey, Michael Jackson, Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder, Kirk Franklin, Shirley Caesar, Yolanda Adams, Sting, Prince, Elton John, Maya Angelou, Usher, Harry Belafonte, Common, John Legend, and many, many more. This is incredible, and not enough people talk about it as far as I'm concerned. So I'm thrilled to be able to tell this story. And you've had so many awards, so many. I mean, what, what is the one award that you haven't received yet that you're waiting for? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, we have yet to be blessed with uh, an Oscar and Academy Award, but we, we hope that that will happen soon. We actually have uh, a couple of our songs that are in film soundtracks, uh, Geraldine, for uh, actually eligible for the 2024 uh, Oscars. One is the film called Black Skin by director Mark Casey. <sighs> and uh, coming for 2024 uh, on TV, so that would be an Emmy if we were so blessed with a nomination. Um, the great actress and, and uh, actor, excuse me, and heartthrob Idris Elba and his wife. Oh, I think he's um, so fine. Are, Forgive me. Go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> he, you know, a, a great, great uh, actor. And, and uh, again, of course, you know, a heartthrob. But he and his wife uh, have a production company, and they are producing a film uh, documentary in, in conjunction with the British uh, broadcast company, BBC, and the Canadian uh, broadcast company called Paid in Full. It's about reparations. Uh, for black musicians throughout history, and they selected Sounds of Blackness to be one of the many artists uh, to have a theme song for that, our song Time for Reparations, which you were so gracious to have me on the show a few years ago when we released yeah, Time for Reparations. So thank you one. for that. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. It's, it's, it's remarkable what you have done with this incredible group called the Sounds of Blackness. Um, there have been uh, moments where you've had so many of the originals come in and just perform, you know, it's, it's just been remarkable to see not just the friendship, but the relationships that you carry on with all of these people that have been a part of the Sounds of Blackness over how many years now? Well, I, and I, I misspoke when I said 53rd. 2024, next year will be our 53rd. Okay. Uh, this is actually Sounds of Blackness 52nd anniversary, and we weren't able to celebrate our 50th uh, in the manner that we would like to have, Geraldine, because of COVID restrictions. Right, um, right. So, but uh, now, and, and of course, we know many other uh, organizations were in the same predicament. Um, but now, uh, we, in conjunction with the Callister, it's my 50th uh, class reunion anniversary, the, the class of 74, and again, the Sussex Centennial of uh, McAllister, the 150th of the college. So all that is going to be part of the, the backdrop for Sounds of Blackness uh, celebrating our 50th anniversary uh, at the place, at our birthplace, McAllister College. You know, it's been remarkable what you all have accomplished in these years, these 52 years, and um, it never stops, and I don't want it to stop. And as you you see um, some of the others that were with you many years ago, decades ago, and they come back, and they'll sing and sing and sing with the sounds of blackness, and then you'll yeah. go and get new people, and all of a sudden they sing and sing and sing together. It is a family more so than a group. Yes, and from day one, uh, we've operated, uh, Geraldine, as you know, so and correctly state, as a family and all of our extended family members, uh, the great Ann Nesby, a shout out to her. And then a lot of people don't know that before he was with Flight Time, when he moved here from Mississippi, Alexander O'Neill was in Sounds of Blackness for his first year. And then no, seriously? <laughs> yes, yeah, so we have a lot of great alums, yes. How about so, that? so, yeah, what you're saying is absolutely correct. And, you know, all by the grace of God and by the dedication of our singers and a shout out to our magnificent band, who is uh, our esteemed assistant director. You happen to know his name is Billy, Billy Steele. Steel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. So we Shout have to, to talk Billy. about we have to talk about the uh, what's coming up. Um, this is a big deal because the Ortway Center yes. for the Performing Arts will present a special concert event. Tell us about it. Sounds of Blackness, uh, Geraldine, are, are just so honored and elated uh, to be a part of the behind the curtain look at Ever After, uh, a great family friendly. Um, Musical production being in development uh, for its final stages for Broadway presentation. And uh, as you stated correctly earlier, the audience gets uh, a behind the curtain, which is why it's labeled that way. Look and listen to uh, the the work in progress, specifically the music. So this is not the, the play that will be presented, but music from the play. So ever after in concert, but the audience gets to see uh, it on the way to its being a finished product. Uh, and that's going to be October 6th, the Friday, 730 at the Guthrie. And the next day, October 7th, Saturday, 730, family friendly. Um, and a chance to hear and see not only the magnificent uh, Ordway production and a 14-piece orchestra, uh, but Sounds of Blackness in a whole different light. Uh, we're, we're no strangers to theater, uh, but we uh, will not be singing our standard repertoire. I love that you are still going and going and going, and I really hope and pray that you will continue to keep going because your star is not fading at all. The Sounds of Blackness are doing great things, and when people say, oh, you know the Sounds of Blackness, they listen. So thank you for all of the excellence that has um, been a part of this great, great singing group family, and um, I, I honor you for all that you've done with them and that they keep coming. They just keep coming, and it's a beautiful thing. Well, thank you for your support and, and sisterhood, uh, Geraldine, you know, and, and sounds go back with the steels to the 70s. I'm proud to say uh, and, and honored to say. So thank you for that, that support and friendship. And we appreciate you as well. Congratulations to you, sir. Really. I, I, you know, we love you. So take care of yourself so that you can continue to give it all. God bless you. We will do that. And we look for all of your wonderful listeners and supporters to be at the Worldway Theater October 6th and 7th for the behind-the-curtain presentation of Ever After. I love that movie, Ever After. Take care. Just know <laughs> we love care. you. Take care. God bless. All right. Love Bye-bye. you more. All right. Thanks, Geraldine. Now, if you don't know who the Sounds of Blackness are and all of the uh, accolades that they have received, my goodness, please look them up. The Sounds of Blackness. Look it up. It's worth it. If you think about it or your parents say, oh, no, 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 we don't need to talk about that. Please look it up. It is a beautiful group, and what they are singing about really matters. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just believe you ought to know about it. 
And I have to tell you, um, next month there's a new world premiere stage adaption, adaptation excuse me, of Morris Micklewhite and the Tangerine Dress. Um, this will debut at the Children's Theater Company. It was written by playwright uh, Giuliani Taveras. She was not able to join us tonight. And directed by Heidi Steelman, artistic director of Chicago's Looking Glass Theater. The production will run at uh, Children's Theater Company from October 10th and, of course, through November 19th. So that's a good amount of time to really get your children out there to see it um, before Thanksgiving or even during Thanksgiving. So for more information about this, all you have to do is go to Children's Theater, with a T-R-E at the end, dot org slash what's dash on dash, I'm sorry, not dash, slash Morris dash Micklewhite. That's a whole lot. I think it's just best that you go to Children's Theater with a T-R-E at the end, dot org, and let it come on up, and you can talk about it. Um, really, it's going to be quite remu- right, um, quite am- amazing because Morris likes lots of things in this particular piece, you know, doing puzzles, painting pictures, pretending to be an astronaut, and wearing a tangerine dress, which, by the way, is one of my favorite colors. I have an orange suit, and I hardly ever, ever wear it, but I love just the thought of this at all. So um, get a chance to get out there and really find out about the play, who's doing what, and I'm just so excited that we get a chance to talk about this. So I believe we have Giuliani joining us right now, Tavares. She's the playwright of Morris Micklewhite and the Tangerine Dress. Hello, Giuliani. Did I, am I pronouncing your name correctly? Yes, you are. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we don't have as much time together, but I really appreciate you calling in. Um, I want to make sure that everyone knows when this begins, when it ends, which I mentioned a little bit from October 10th to November 19th of this year. Um, But the website uh, that people need to go to in order to get their tickets and learn more about it, where do they go? Just to childrenstheater.org. Okay. So what is the play all about for you? Yes, for me, this play is, you know, this is an adaptation of a beautiful children's book by the same title. And with the live adaptation to the stage, we really tried to stay true to the story, which is about this kid named Morris who has this beautiful, vivid imagination, and he loves animals and space and also playing dress-up at school. And among the things he loves, one of them happens to be this tangerine dress because he loves how it sounds and he loves the color and he loves how it feels to put it on and, and pretend to be, you know, in space. And he's just having a grand old time, but then his peers uh, are not that into it and there's some pushback. And so the story is about him sort of experiencing this bullying and this sort of pressure to not love the things that he loves um, and dealing with that. And so with the adaptation to the stage, we're really trying to just bring that world to life and show this really courageous, vibrant child's journey through, you know, tapping into his courage and continuing to express himself freely, even when there's some pushback. You know, um, it's really quite remarkable that some of, in this particular story, some of uh, the classmates think that the boys can't wear dresses. This just keeps coming up over and over again. It seems like every month something like this is said. And I'm wondering how the actors are handling this and how their parents are even handling this. Yeah, well, we're so lucky. We have two, we have actually a double cast. So if folks want to go see it twice, because there's two unique takes on it with our two casts. And all the student actors are really just so brilliant. They're so loving and generous and just 
creative and open-minded. And so we've actually had these amazing conversations in the rehearsal room and in the workshop process where they're just right there with it already. They're like questioning these stereotypes too. They're sharing their experiences in school, but they're so open and they're so supportive of each other. And they're right there with it. And of course we have also some amazing parents who are supporting these, you know, young creative um, actors. And so, so far our process has been really full of just like love and acceptance in terms of our cast and their parents. So I'm really grateful for that. And I hope that shines through in the show as well. And I really hope that the children that are in this particular piece love it as much as you do. (laughs) Um, And you're from the Dominican Republic, is that correct? Yes. Well, I was born in New York, but my parents are from Dominican Republic. So, yeah, I'm kind of of that first-gen sort of immigrant kid diaspora generation. It's just it's liberating when you can put a piece like this up and have people really support you in that. So this begins on what day and at what time? October 10th. Yes, we open on October 10th. So very soon we're going into tech in just a couple days. Um, and we have an evening show on the October 10th. And then we close on November 19th. So we have over a month run, lots of chances to get some tickets and check out the show. And so, once again, give us the uh, website where they go to get the tickets. And are the tickets, have the tickets been on sale for a while? They have been up for a little while, yeah, but there's still uh, many available. And you just have to go to childrenstheater.org, and it'll have all the info on Morris McElwhite and Tangerine Dress. That is fantastic. Also, the ticket office, uh, again, I want to give that number, 612-874-0400. Do not miss this. Do not do it. And the ticket starts at $15. So that is a way to say, yes, we can make it, you know. Um, I'm just yeah. so happy that I got a chance to, to talk to you tonight, Juliana. It's really remarkable what you're doing. What is next for you? Oh, well, hopefully lots of other work like this, just telling stories where we get to show, like, the vibrancy and the expansiveness of human expression. So I actually mm. adapted another children's book as well, <laughs> a beautiful <laughs> book called Juliana is a Mermaid, um, to a very different context of um, full-length animated feature, and that'll hopefully be out next year from Cartoon Saloon. So I'm excited for that to be shared with the world. And otherwise, I'm just, yeah, trying to do what Morris is doing, which is be in my imagination and be expressing myself as authentically as I can and finding the people who want to do the same. More and more children ought to, ought to feel that way. You know, do it. Get out there yeah. and be able to dream and make that dream work for you. And if it's not, find another dream. It's just really remarkable. So children are resilient, more, far more resilient than many of us think. Um, so what you're doing at the Children's Theater, thank you. Really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I feel very lucky and grateful to be a part of this work. And I love children and their courage and their light. And I just want to be able to uplift that and connect with them. Yeah. It's remarkable. Thank you so much for for being able to get on with us tonight. We were hoping to talk with you. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. I hope to meet you soon. Take care. Yes. Until then. (laughs) You too. (laughs) Bye. Bye bye. That was Juliana Tavares, playwright of Morris Michael White and the Tangerine Desk. Oh my gosh, I love that title. I just love that title. And, uh, of course, this is a, a, a new world premiere stage adaptation of this Morris Micklewhite and the Tangerine Dress. So get out there and check it out. Once again, the website is Children's Theater with a T-R-E at the end of theater.org. Do not miss it. All right. Do we need to take a break, Jonathan? Okay, we're going to take a break and we'll be back. Welcome, everyone. Welcome back to Center Stage, all things arts and entertainment. We just be- 
hope that you want to believe about it. And I tell you, um, Rohan Preston is one of the guests that I have had for many years now on Center Stage, and we have a blast together. He is the lead theater critic for the Star Tribune, and I am honored to have him tonight. How are you, Ro? I'm well. I'm also swooning over that moon. Uh, it was beautiful <laughs> yesterday. Honestly, it's like we had to pull over and just go, wait a minute. Oh, my gosh. Taking pictures did not do it. Do it. <laughs> you have to really drive and really look up and see how bold and beautiful it was. So what did mm-hmm. you think of it when you saw it? I, I, I had the same thing. Actually, um, I, I I was putting the blinds down. Um and and I looked at it, it was so bright. I was like, what in the world? And I went outside and, and had, had the same kind of gap you did. You know, it was gorgeous. It was you know? beautiful. I kept going back to the window, going outside. Just I had to see it. It's like, wow. And then the, the smile on it was different. It looked different to me. So there I was yeah. going, now you, you know, and leave that alone. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> However, it was really spectacular. So for those of you that didn't get a chance to see it, please go online and see if you can find others that may have, um, you know, added those pictures so you could really see them. It's been amazing what um, October, what even September into October has been like. It's been absolutely stellar. And I'm well, so grateful. I- it is, and 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 the moon is out tonight too. I mean, tonight is pretty bright as well. And and for us, uh, just so you know, we were we were on a five-hour drive from southern um, 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 southern Wisconsin back to the Twin Cities, and and um, we had the we had the moon the whole way, and we'd left all the drapes up and all the stuff up. So when we came back, it was dark and and beautiful. Oh, yeah. how about that? How about that? Yeah. Well done. You are living your best life, darling. Yes, you are. You and your wife, y'all are just living your best lives. And that's we, the way it should we, be. It should be. It, you know, we, we feel really, really blessed and uh, celebrating our, our children and, and um, just uh, trying to enjoy enjoy it as much as we can. So it's, it's beautiful, you know. You know, one and, of the uh, things I have learned, John, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Rohan, and forgive me for interrupting you. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I have learned is that there are so many children that have not seen anything. They haven't been to certain places right here in the great state of Minnesota where you can see beautiful places and beautiful moments, right, and hold on to that. Yet there are so many children, um, especially those, I would say, between the ages of 8 and 15, uh, as many of them that really haven't been able to enjoy that. I wish it was mandatory. I wish, two things. I wish it was mandatory for every child to be able to see something spectacular. I, mm-hmm. I wish that every child would be able to travel when they're old enough, be able to travel and see part of the world that they never thought they'd see. Because those yeah. are things that are life-changing. Am I correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And just, just broaden your mind, your spirit, everything. It, absolutely. You know? Do you think it could ever be possible since we are the richest country in the world? Um, you know, that is my hope. I mean, some some of it, I remember when uh, the first time um, we traveled to West Africa, my wife and I did back in the 90s, um, 30, almost 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so mind-blowing um, going to the door of no return and all of that. And we tried to get a program off the ground where we would get young people to just make this trip. Uh, we were not successful because I didn't I didn't know that people didn't have the connections. 
but I know the value of that. Um, just, you know, literally traveling in the state, in the region, in the country and in the world. Um, and, and just being open. Um, we were in, in the driftless area, the, um, you know, Southern, um, uh, Minnesota where it borders Iowa and, and Wisconsin. And, um, I tell you, you know, the topography there is beautiful. It goes up and down and you, you know, the water, the lakes, the this, the that. It's really, really gorgeous. Now, obviously, we're, we're not there to see that stuff per se. We were there for an activity with our daughter um, playing volleyball. But, but it was really, really wonderful. Um, and we are, you know, we are all in this world together and, and, and we get to see the beauty that we need to preserve and share with others and with, you know, young people and, and future generations. So I, I, I am all for what you, you've talked about, what you've described, which is the sense of hope from mm-hmm. all of this travel. It's from all of, it is. It is, it is absolutely you know? life-changing. I, I do want to also say, though, uh, Rohan, that I have really enjoyed um, sometimes driving through Wisconsin. Uh, and and mm-hmm. I must say, I always ask myself, okay, what time is it? You know, I am always looking at the time because you see the same thing quite often. Um, but Minnesota is like that in certain spots where I grew up in Indiana. It was a lot like that. Um, so it's really quite remarkable when you have a moment that shocks you. And I had that moment. You know, um, the two of us were driving together in Wisconsin and we thought we knew the highway, you know, how to get to the highway. And we had our phones and totally forgot we had our phones just to look it up. Right. So we were stopping and asking people, excuse me, can you tell us where we are? <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous. But I cannot tell you how beautiful it was, even though it looked as though I went five miles. And even when I got to that fifth mile, all of a sudden it looked like I started at the front all over again in Wisconsin. Mm. But mm. it was a beautiful day to go through it. It was an absolutely and, and, beautiful day. And, and you're talking about the topography, right? You're talking yes, about the topography, down, right? You're, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and, and yeah. go see it. Go see the hills of Wisconsin. Some people don't even think there are hills. They may be bumps to other people, but it's beautiful to me. It really yeah. is. Now, will I yeah. ever do that again? Because it, seriously, I was lost, man. I was lost. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing but God and, you know, a gift <laughs> that we got through that. But, oh, it was just beautiful. And the people were wonderful. We could stop and yeah. just go, excuse me, can you tell us where we're going? Has that happened to you even when you um, go abroad? Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I I, I have to tell you this, uh, the, before the days of GPS, whenever I went somewhere new, whether it's a new city, new neighborhood, whatever, I would go get lost. Yeah. And then find my way back. Absolutely. And, 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 and sometimes, obviously, I have to stop and ask for directions. And other times, I, I intuitively found something. And, and that's definitely all a part of it. And it's, you know, it's challenging myself, but also it's this appreciation, like what is there to see and discover and to learn. And, and, and really when you're talking about the the people of Wisconsin, you find beautiful people everywhere. People who are just like human and will help you in a different language, in a different custom, different, all kinds of things. And, and, you know, you sound a little, I sound a little Pollyanna and simplistic a little bit, but that, but it makes you appreciate humanity 
all over. Oh, yeah, know? absolutely. Here's the thing, though, for me. When you, if you're going to stop somewhere in a state that where you don't live, you want to make sure that you know exactly where you are, even if you got there accidentally. Make right. sure you, you write it down and say, okay, this is what happened. This is how I got to where I needed to be. Because what happens is we have the, all of these phones that are supposed to tell us where to go and give us directions. Those directions are not always perfect. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I know these things. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I was, um, we had used the direction to a place um, and it put us in a parking lot next to um, uh, kind of a, not a, a, a culvert, a parking lot next to a place that had running water. And every time we, you know, we, we basically had to give it up because the place where we were going and tried to go to was uh, probably about two miles away. But it, it sent us directly there in through a field and through an, a, a walk path and all of that stuff. And, um, you know, my wife and I had to discard that 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 <laughs> that GPS direction because we didn't want to be getting a ticket and didn't mm-hmm. want to be right, you know, having in, impeding bikers and runners and all of that stuff. And it was it's kind of funny. We, we went around roundabout. But, but the, the, the joke, of course, is that and this has never happened to us, but we we've seen the commercials and, and heard stories of people ending up in a field. Wow. See, you know, Siri and I have, we we have a bad relationship. I'm not going to kid you. You know, I was having a conversation one time at my sister's house and there were four women, four of us, dear friends, that were sitting there talking and something came up about a guy. And she said, you shouldn't be talking about him. Honestly, that's, I mean, Siri just came out and you shouldn't be talking about it. I was like, what? Wait, hey, hey, excuse me, right? And, and then Siri, you start Siri, to realize Siri, you have to Siri. sit back and go, uh, did, I, did I just talk to Siri? She don't want to know nothing I say, you know? I, honestly, it was so weird, so bizarre. Oh and then Siri God. kept calling me the rest of the night. She kept saying, that's where are you? Fun. Are you still talking about your guy or something like that? Oh my god. All in my business. I oh don't want goodness. AI in my business. <laughs> I know. And, and this is just the start of it, right? I mean, you know, the thing for us that's really interesting is whenever we talk about something, it shows up in our feed, social media feed. Right. Thereafter, right. You, you talk know? about a girdle, all of a sudden they send you one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it's the truth, man. They just assume you need one or you want one, you know. Good Lord. It's it's hilarious. The things I get in the in the mail that says, you know, you might want to look at this sweater or this thing. And I'm going, no, I don't. Oh, my God. It's time for us to wrap it up already. You know, I love talking with you, Rahan. What oh, a pleasure. We didn't talk about theater today, but sometimes that's the best way. So it's funny. So thank you so much. Well, what's the next you know, thing that you're story. going? Where are you going to see well, another piece? This weekend is um, the, the um, we have a ton of openings. Girl from the North Country, um, the Bob Dylan musical is at the is at the uh, Orpheum Theater. We have Boy Wonder at the History Theater about Minnesota's youngest governor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Morris Michelide is is and the Tangerine Dress. Just talked about it. Next week. Just talked yeah, about that. Yeah, so one. it's like just a wonderful list of shows. It's uh, just a collision of 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 talent and 
production. So, um, yeah, we're just starting out. So next weekend, if, if you have room, we'd be happy to talk at length about some more of these. You know, All right, we'll have to do it. I miss you when you're not here. So thank you for joining us tonight. Thank Take you care of so yourself. Much. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. That's our own Rohan Preston, lead theater critic at the Star Tribune. We're going to take a break and come back with our final guest in this hour, Cody Brought. And I'm hoping that I am pronouncing that correctly. I'll find out. We'll be back in a moment. It is now 9.50 here at WCCO. Welcome back. And as we wrap up our last guest tonight, I'm excited to introduce uh, to you and to me, Cody Brought. Uh, director of Spookly, the Square Pumpkin. Yes, it is time for Halloween. We are starting to see uh, people putting out their decorations on these beautiful fall days. And, um, of course, we're on the brink soon of winter. So <laughs> there you go. But it's been quite remarkable. I want to say welcome to Cody Brought. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me, Gerilyn. Well, you know, they say here that we are proud to introduce the Twin Cities to a regional premiere musical version of The Day You Begin. What a great title. I have heard this title before. Amazing. Followed by an audience favorite, Spookly the Square Pumpkin. Tell us about both of these. Yeah, so this uh, fall is jam-packed as Stages launches into the 40th anniversary season this year. It's hard to believe that Stages has been around for 40 years already. 40 years? Yeah, isn't it amazing what a cornerstone of our community. I just uh, love them. I I love, love, love them. I try to go see as many shows as I can. So tell us, um, so both of these pieces are working in tandem? Um, so both of them are launching off the start of this season. So the day you begin is performing on the main stage. It actually opened this past Friday, and so it runs all the way till October 30th. Oh. Uh, it's a brand new uh, adaptation um, that originally premiered out in San Francisco by Jacqueline Woodson, uh, the author of the book. And she's actually going to be visiting stages um, oh. for one of the performances and doing a, a book signing. So it's a great way of introducing the idea of coming to school and coming into spaces where we're getting to know um, ourselves and others and the the places that we have in the world um, and launching into that navigating process as young people. And so it's a wonderful, wonderful piece that just opened and runs through the 30th. That's the day you begin. One of the things I love about Stages Theater Company is that the children are there for so long, they become adults. It's amazing. They absolutely love Stages. They love their leadership. Um, It is remarkable what they have been doing. Um, Are the tickets already available for this? Yeah, tickets are available for um, both shows in the the fall lineup. Um, So there's the day you begin on the main stage and then Spook with the Square Pumpkin in the JC studio. And so this is a beloved film that's coming to uh, the stage. This is actually our fourth time presenting this show um, because audiences just love having it. So tickets are available now, and Spookly will open this Friday and runs through the uh, 30th, uh, 29th of October. And this was brought back, brought back because this is the fourth, t- fourth time due to popular demand. This is really remarkable. I am so happy for stages, doing so well. Um, and it says here, behind the catchy music and the state-of-the-art puppetry, this show is packed with a powerful message against bullying and how to believe in yourself. That is perfect. And oh, how it is needed. So yes. I'm just so happy to hear that this is part of it as well. We don't have as much time, but I, I want you to know that um, those that want to come, how do they get the tickets? And the the ticket, the show begins when again? 
Yeah, so um, the day you begin is running now through October 30th, and Spookly the Square Pumpkin opens this Friday and runs until October 29th. For Spookly, I know the full opening weekend is sold out, but you can get tickets at Stages Theater, and that's spelled with an R-E at the end, dot org, or by calling 952-979-1111. And give us that website. It is stagestheater.org. Oh, I just love them. I love them so much. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, Cody. Really appreciate um, it. It's important what you do. You. Thank you. All right, as we um, are starting to wind down tonight, um, I just want to say to all of you, thank you for your patience tonight. Um, Thank you so much for sticking and staying with us here at WCCO Radio. We do not take it lightly. What you do, listening, uh, joining in with us from time to time, writing us, letting us know how you feel about things and conversations, just know if there's anything that you disagree with, I'm okay with that as long as we talk as though we know one another, as long as we are respectful to each other. And that's the way it is, and it has been for years now here at CCL. During the early years, it was a totally different story that I don't need to talk about, but I will tell you, being here over 25 years has been quite remarkable. It has changed me. I am not the woman that walked into the studio 25, 26 years ago. I'm not the same one. But I am growing, and I'm getting better, and I am understanding more because of the great guests that Jonathan brings on. And so I want to let you know that what you are doing, listening, uh, chiming in, calling in, asking questions, giving your opinions, all of that matters, not just to Steel Talking, not just to my show, but to WCCO Radio. If you're listening from 8 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock in the morning all the way through the evening uh, when um, uh, we have so many great sports guys on and sports people on, I have to tell you, it has been a, um, a real journey for me and so many others. And then we find that we are actually a family. I can't say that I feel like we are a family every day, but any day you get a chance to work with people that you can call family, it's worth it. That is the key. It is worth it. So, Jonathan, you know I'm talking about you. You work hard. You do a lot for this show. So I thank you for all that you do, the time that you take, and how I drive you crazy. I can't say that I'll stop, but I will. Thank you for acknowledging that you drive me crazy. Thank you. Thank you. But there's love in it. Come on, dude. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so if you ever have any questions or you want to call in, you are always welcome to do so. Jonathan, give that number one more time for next Sunday. 651-461-9226. And if I may very quickly talk about a, a programming note again, we are going to have the Twins against Toronto in the Wild Card Series coming up Tuesday and Wednesday, games one and two, if necessary, Thursday as well. All the times are slated for just after 3.30 for first pitch, and the team has indicated that they're going to do an hour-long pregame show, so we'll start around 2.30 on those days. And if the Twins win, that could affect next Sunday's show. So we'll keep an eye out. We'll let you know if anything changes. It could affect Steel Talking, Steel Talking. So, of course, let us know um, if you are not getting it and if you are getting it. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. I love you much. Good night. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.